0: Good morning, everyone. I've got a question to ask. Do you want to
1: be a ninja?
0: And welcome to the American Ninja Warrior Rahapa podcast. I'm your host, Karen Armstrong, and with me today is Lita. How you doing, Lita?
1: Uh, I'm depressed after this episode. <laughs> this was, Seriously? This was a huge bummer, kind of back to front.
0: Yes, it was very, it was a huge bummer. Who said, somebody said, oh, this is a bummer. I think it was, uh, I think it was Alyssa. No, she said it really stinks.
1: Yeah, it does really stink. I I feel blessed that uh, even though we had such late nights in Vegas last year because so many people qualified um, and that was, you know, exhausting. I feel very blessed that uh, we got to go last year and not this year.
0: Yes. Uh, John Alexis Jr. said, what a bummer.
1: Yeah. What a bummer indeed. Um, but, you know. We had a lot of finishers, just none that we actually saw on TV, a lot of montage finishers. Um, So hopefully stage two will be uh, a little bit. Well, and hopefully the next episode uh, will be a little bit more inspiring.
0: Yes, um, this this really reminded me of why I. Loved the original Ninja Warrior on G4, which is, of course, the American version of Sasuke or the subtitled version of Sasuke, where they have no qualifiers they just have two tournaments per year um and so even when there is a like disappointing outcome like this uh you know it's it's fine just wait 6 months you do it again um they can they can quickly course correct uh, i feel like that's the ideal format um i've never been a huge fan of the qualifying stuff anyway um and this was just like uh man, it was just a series of unfortunate events here
1: yeah. And now that this show is such a career for so many of these people, it's just like there's no being you can't really be just like for a lot of people. Oh, well, there's always next year. Like for a lot of people, this is like my season is over, like my whole year of training, like all this stuff. Um, it's just seems so much more high stakes, the more and more people like have quit their jobs to do this and things like that.
0: Especially yeah. now that
1: you know that there's going to be a winner. You don't even have to beat the whole course you just have to be the person that makes it the furthest this is probably a lot of people thinking like well i can do that
0: yeah freaking uh joe morofsky yeah. who has been the last man standing twice and never gotten paid a dime i know uh, and now he's crying
1: because he's like i probably like, he probably expected to get a million dollars this year on some level yeah
0: um <laughs> so man what uh is just uh not a very happy Start to the national finals, unfortunately. Um, but let's let's get into it. Uh, they uh, they talk about the course. Apparently they have added an underwater obstacle in season two. I hate this. On stage yes. two. They uh, they do have this in Sasuke now um, or or they they did add this to Sasuke, um, but it's still not it's not really my favorite obstacle in Sasuke either. It's it's very strange whenever somebody fails in it, it's like, wait, what happened? Um, So I'm not really excited about this. No,
1: I think that there's first of all, there's so much in the Ninjoryo zeitgeist of like, don't get wet, like don't touch the water. That now this is just like messing with that. And also Um, I don't like introducing anything. I understand that they don't need to like necessarily be a good swimmer to, it's not like distance swimming or whatever, but like, I don't agree with introducing anything that is like a skill that has such a disproportionate, like anyone can run, anyone can learn to climb. I feel like swimming is a skill that like, if you didn't grow up with it or you're like scared of the water or something that like, it's never mattered in American enjoyer before. So it feels not as fair.
0: Yeah. um, It's just uh, especially if they didn't know ahead of time. And again, it's like after a year of training and dedicating your life to this, you show up and you're like, oh, turns out I needed to learn how to swim. That sucks.
1: Yeah. Some people just don't know. um, And that's fine. And also it's like a little bit scary, I think, to to be underwater. And I don't like introducing that kind of anxiety yeah, it's like no, no fear factor elements. We're not introducing like real spiders into the jumping spider. <laughs> None of this.
0: You say that now. Oh, God. Um, so the course for uh, is for stage one is going to start with Archer Alley, the new version of this first obstacle. Um, you know. <laughs> I thought this was better because it seemed harder to mess up than uh snake run or whatever it was before. Um, but it turns out not quite. I, the, yeah,
1: <laughs> this is such a huge, like anything that's like finicky like this is like going to have a higher rate of like people going out on it. But you don't expect to see it in stage in stage one in Vegas, especially with so many people.
0: Yeah. Uh then we go to the propeller bar which we have seen many times. Uh now then into the double dipper which is also going to be a very unfortunate obstacle. It it was one that we really liked last yeah. year. It's a very fun obstacle, uh but for some reason it uh it just uh, was a huge problem for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, it was it really was not a problem last year. <laughs> like this was one what? that I really don't remember seeing very many people fail on.
0: Well, they did say that the double dipper most knocked out the most amount of competitors last year. But you have to remember, like half the field completed the course last year. So most of them failed on the double dipper, but also almost half of them made it through the entire course. So almost half of them did not fail. Yeah, I think it's tough
1: because when I saw this course, I was like, okay. Too many people qualified last year. So this looks a little bit more challenging. Um, And I but I didn't think that they particularly overcorrected. Like, I don't think that any of these obstacles were ones that I felt were ridiculously more challenging than last year. Obviously, the last one now that it rotates is tougher. But what ultimately caused the huge difference in qualifiers between people who qualified for the next round um, between this year and last year in this episode were obstacles that were basically the same as last year
0: yeah jumping spider
1: um, double dipper etc
0: yeah i you know this uh there must have just been something in the air yeah maybe it was uh maybe it was i mean it was really hot last time I and mean, it was very dry I, like, I don't know i don't know uh but uh things happen um so then of course the jumping spider uh followed by the new version of what used to be a parkour run it's now a jeep run beep beep was
1: this sponsored
0: no (laughs) which makes me mad like really jeep run and it's not even sponsored you came up with this for creative reasons what
1: should it have been called what should it have been a different car just like what what really jeep run it could have been even just like tire run or something
0: something <laughs> um, like uh, man tie, tie it into Jurassic World or something I don't know Jurassic I guess they don't have run. Jeeps anymore they've got the balls um, in Jurassic World they have the like, little rolly balls instead of the Jeeps I, I, Did you watch Jurassic World? No, I've never seen Jurassic Park. Then why are you acting so confused? Of course you don't know what I'm talking about. Well,
1: yeah, I'm asking you to explain what you're talking about. To
0: me, it seems strange. Well, they don't, the, the audience does not see your absolutely baffled <laughs> face right now. Like, what? I could not possibly understand what you're saying, Taryn. I'm <laughs> like, just
1: saying it's confusing when you say that in a movie they replaced cars with balls.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're like there's a there's a big like spherical object that's like all glass and there's a seat inside and it rolls and the seat stays steady and that's like their vehicle.
1: Okay. Like bubble boy.
0: Nah. Not exactly, but
1: kind of that, that premise.
0: Like bubble boy, but like futuristic technology that was not plastic.
1: Okay, why did they do this?
0: Just because it's futuristic.
1: Okay. I think that I did not understand that Jurassic World takes place in the future. Does Jurassic Park take place in the future?
0: Um, No, I don't think so. Okay. It's not, like, super futuristic. It's, like, moderately futuristic. It's, like uh, like, I don't know if they give a specific time period or, like... Like this is like 2020 or something, but um, but they do have technology that's like a bit outside of our obviously the dinosaur technology itself, but also the cars and the other stuff.
1: Dinosaur tech are the dinosaurs robots.
0: No, just the, the fact that they can create dinosaurs.
1: I think what we're missing here is that I don't know the premise of Jurassic Park. Okay, so we can move on. It's
0: a very dumb conversation to have (laughs) with somebody that hasn't seen any of the movies. Um, So uh, then we go to the warped wall, followed by a new balance, uh, agility slash balance obstacle, the razor beams, which I don't think we saw anybody fall on. Um, Razor beams,
1: great obstacle name because it rhymes with laser beams, which are a thing. And also it's exactly what it is. It's like razor's edge, but balance beams.
0: I agree. Um, and then, uh, the new obstacle twist and fly, uh, which I do not like the title of. Um, I had to like, look it up every single time I wrote down the name of the obstacle. I was like, it's what it's like, Twist, twist and fly. Okay. And it's like something and something. Uh that's not a good name for an obstacle. Um but uh it's two sets of handles that uh that rotate around and uh and you know you can swing on them and uh you have to jump across to the cargo net and then climb up and hit the buzzer.
1: Yeah, it twists you around and then you fly.
0: Yes. Uh, And you have a two minute and 25 second time limit to complete all eight obstacles.
1: Yes. And uh, we're still going to see some timeouts, which is always the worst way to go out, in my opinion.
0: Yes. And my first thought. After seeing the time limit uh, was if you did watch Big Brother 20, uh, there was a, uh, you know, spoilers for Big Brother 20. There was a uh, a puzzle that somebody had to complete. It was an eight piece puzzle um, and they had uh, two minutes and 30 seconds to complete it. And uh, they did not end up completing it. They uh, they failed to complete that eight piece puzzle puzzle um and meanwhile the american ninja warrior athletes are completing an entire eight obstacle course uh in less time
1: yeah i would say that one piece per obstacle is about the amount of time it takes to translate this obstacle course to a puzzle that seems
0: fair definitely Well, uh, first up, we had Matthew Day, the 19-year-old student, and he's got uh, the best day, all day, lots of day puns. Yeah, and
1: his package is more about, like, all of the 19-year-olds generally than it is about him. It's like, we've got teens now.
0: Yeah, we're 19. Isn't that cool?
1: Yeah, yeah, brag about it.
0: Ninja Warrior can't do anything. Any, it can't make any changes without making a huge deal of it.
1: No, they absolutely cannot. Everything makes history. Didn't you know?
0: <sighs> um, so uh, he's one of four 19 year olds competing in Vegas. Uh, he gets off to a strong start. Um, this is when they also mentioned the double dip. The double dipper knocked out the most amount of competitors last year. He does get through the double dipper, but goes right down at the jumping spider.
1: Yeah. And that's going to set a precedent for a few people here.
0: Yes. Uh, next up was Davion Hancocks, the 21-year-old EMT, uh, and he had a package about how people are now recognizing him from American Ninja Warrior. They're like, uh, he's got you know family members of people he's treating, like, "Oh, hey, aren't you the guy from American Ninja Warrior?" And I think you have the same joke that I do, which is. Uh, I didn't recognize him from American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> that
1: was not what I was going to say, but uh, yes, good one. Um, that is true. I was going to say I take issue with them saying that he's become a local star in his hometown. He's from Los Angeles. You can't say <laughs> that he's like, oh, a local celebrity. Every celebrity is a local celebrity in Los Angeles. They're all local to Los Angeles, every single one. So I do not buy that he can count as a local star.
0: I just like, who are these like everyday people who just like watch American Ninja Warrior and are more likely to recognize Davion Hancock's on the street than us who podcast about it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe people uh, just like really connected to whatever his package was, because I don't
0: remember. I don't even know if he had a package. (laughs) That's how like, like no shade on dad. Like he's a cool guy, it seems like. But I don't remember.
1: Yeah, me
0: neither. Um, so uh he's very bouncy. He's jumping a lot at the start of the course.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that.
0: And even like when he's on the course, he's like he's bouncing through the obstacles. Like every time he completes, what he's like bounce, bounce.
1: He's getting ready for the trampoline that he <laughs> does. Oh, well, no, he does fine on that, right? Yeah, he goes out on the Jurassic tire or whatever <laughs> we're calling it.
0: Uh, yes, he is going to uh, get through a decent amount of the course. He awkwardly sticks into the jumping spider, but he does have uh, he, he he does get through it. But it takes some time. And then uh, he ends up failing on the dismount of Jeep run, because when you dismount from Jeep run, um, basically Jeep run, you, you have to run across these uh, these tires. It's it's basically the same thing as parkour run or whatever. They've called it a bunch of different things at this point. Um, but instead of jumping onto a rope, you're jumping onto this big uh, a wheel which is gonna swing across and then you jump onto another wheel and then you have to jump off onto a, another tire uh to dismount. And the tire, it's a giant tire and it spins. Um so you have to make sure that when you jump onto it, you jump onto the top of it or the top forward part of it. You can't jump onto the back part of it because it will spin and you'll spin right off into the water, which is exactly what happened to Davion.
1: Yes. Local celebrity of los angeles davion hancock's
0: yes um so uh so there you go that was it for davion uh next up was rachel goldstein the 34 year old occupational therapist um this is her second time in vegas
1: yeah and the fantastic four all get like these gorgeous dresses and Alyssa looks fantastic in red she gets best dressed for this and it's all very glamorous uh for an ultimately disappointing night.
0: Yes. Um it was uh it was very um I, I don't understand the room they had them in. <laughs> uh the just like box. Yeah, it was like a a weird box looking thing with like horizontal lights Um, and they had a lot of athletes in this room uh, doing awkward poses and uh, it just never worked for me.
1: Maybe it's supposed to look like a stage or something with those lights.
0: Maybe it just I don't know.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry you took issue with this. Should they have been on like a red carpet or something?
0: Yeah, it's it's just any, anywhere but the weird room. It just felt very awkward to me. All
1: right. We hate the weird room.
0: Get rid of it yes uh but yes a lot of hype uh at the start of the episode and during rachel goldstein's package which was not about rachel but instead <laughs> about the fantastic four a lot of hype for the fantastic four um which is going to be one of the major disappointments of the night of course um uh, really really hyping them up to uh to to let to let us down yeah um She uh, she barely makes it onto the propeller bar, but she does get through, although it takes a little while. She's got a lot of hesitation before the double dipper. Um, She does manage to make the jump to the second bar, but she loses her grip early and slams into the dismount platform, uh, which is not going to be the last time somebody slams into that platform.
1: No, nor the most dramatic time. No, Um, she at least she had an amazing save on the propeller bar. She holds on with her fingertips.
0: Yeah. That's uh, the propeller bar. Uh, that's that's a good obstacle because it was very difficult when it was introduced, but um, but people have like really like practiced it, and now it's like it's still difficult, but most people can get through it. Um, I, I like that. It's also uh, something that
1: has room to save yourself if you yes. mess up.
0: And it's also very dramatic. Like uh, even when you do it successfully, it it either looks impressive or it looks difficult. Um, It's uh, just in general, uh, uh, I'm I'm pro propeller bar.
1: Propeller bar.
0: Yes. Uh, Next up was Nick Hansen, the 30 year old Eskimo ninja. His package is about how last year he had Grant McCartney come and train with him in Alaska. So this year they swapped and he went and trained in Hawaii.
1: Yeah, that makes sense to me. If I were Nick Hansen, I would be like, "Okay, time for me to come to Hawaii.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) I'm tired of the cold.
0: And so they're like, "Uh, yeah, we were training. Uh, We jumped off cliffs. We jumped off bridges. We jumped off rocks. uh, We jumped off of boats. Uh, I was like, "Okay, so you just jumped off things. Yeah, sounds like.
1: And they swam with sharks.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Nick got a sunburn and they uh, they swam with some sharks and uh, they almost ate him.
1: The sharks did not yeah. grant um did you have you ever been uh scuba diving no do you want to
0: i wouldn't be opposed to it mm-hmm.
1: i think that i'm scared of it i went snorkeling one time and didn't like it yeah i think that uh scuba diving feels more like the animals would be like offended that you're like in their <laughs> territory
0: i i'm generally not a fan of things that require a ton of like preparation and yes like you know, like, uh, like I've got to go, I'm pr- I've probably going to like get lessons from some guy and get all dressed up and equipment and tell me how to do this. And then it's all very like supervised, like just let let me like uh, anything that is that like watched over and, and like uh, just I don't know, it's 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 too much. I, I like to just be able to play by myself, like, yes. uh, you know, like just hang out and do what I want.
1: This is uh, why I don't like skiing. Cause you have to go somewhere with a mountain and snow and you've got to rent the boots and shit. And it's this whole thing. It's expensive. Uh, that's I think I feel similarly about scuba diving and both are compounded by the fact that I don't need to risk my life for
0: this. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, skiing is a little bit better because once you have everything, like you're left to your own devices pretty much. But uh, but I I am also annoyed at like snow activities where it's like, oh, I got to get dressed up in snow gear and, uh, you know, get the proper equipment. And then when it's over, you're like a big, you know, mess because you got all this stuff. And uh, just, you know, give me something I can just uh, that's why I love obstacles, because the obstacle is just there and you can just jump and play on it. And like, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about anything else.
1: Yeah. And, uh, why bouldering is better than top roping.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I don't do, uh, that I, I only, I only do the bouldering. Um, all right. So, uh, Nick, they remind us that he timed out on uh season eight and Gee. he only had five <laughs> seconds left in season nine. There's a lot of foreshadowing in this episode. Yes. Um, it was just like, my
1: package is about failing on this thing. And then they fail on that thing pretty much inevitably. Yeah.
0: Uh, he has a bit of a scare on the double dipper, but he manages to get through it. Um, he's, uh, Akbar says, Nick Hanson, get on with your bad self mm-hmm. when he's on the jumping spider.
1: Yeah, I like that. Uh,
0: then when he's on the, on Jeep run, Akbar says, all right, put the key in the ignition and go.
1: Mm hmm. Cause it's a car.
0: Yeah. It's cause it's a Jeep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Don't offend the Jeep people.
1: We—they're not paying the uh, the show. We can say whatever we want about Jeeps.
0: Um, he's up the warped wall with about a minute left, but he looks very tired. Um, and by the time he gets to the final obstacle, the uh, twist and fly. Mhm. Yep. See, I, I got to check every time. <laughs> Uh, he's got about 30 seconds left. Akbar says many times you need at least 30 seconds, uh, by the time you start the twist and fly, if you want to make it through. Um, he's got, uh, a very low jump on the cargo net after swinging back and forth a lot on the twist and fly. And, uh, it's not looking good. And he ends up timing out at the top of the net. Uh, Nick Hansen for the second time is going to time out on stage one.
1: Yeah. And then Christina's like, this isn't the first time this has happened to you. Like, Christine, is that the question? (laughs) She is so bad at being like sensitive to to people after they go out. Um, Yeah. Also, speaking of sponsored content, someone pointed out on Twitter that they don't do the pom wonderful anymore. Uh, Have we talked about that? I didn't even notice.
0: I did not notice, but yeah, it seems like it.
1: So does that mean that they don't get free palm at the events?
0: Seems unlikely. Oh
1: my God. Wow. We really got in there when we needed to.
0: Maybe they get free Jeeps.
1: That would be better.
0: Mm, I don't know. What good does a Jeep do you in the middle of the night in Las Vegas? So you
1: can go sit in it in air conditioning.
0: Yeah, but then you can't watch. We could have gone to the hotel <laughs> just as easily. We could
1: have. Yeah, but maybe you can park it and watch it from inside. Mm, I doubt it. All right.
0: I don't know if uh, the Jeep would be able to fit in through that little line.
1: We'll follow up on this next year when we (laughs) go
0: with a car. All right. Well, next we get our first montage of the night, starting with Nick Patel. Uh, They call him Nicky Thumbs, which I was very confused about before they said he's a massage therapist.
1: Oh, Okay.
0: Yes. Uh, but he didn't have the touch at the propeller bar
1: mm-hmm. that's yeah. not really the digit that i even associate the most with massage therapy i think
0: what would be the digit that well, you as- I don't <laughs> associate with massage therapy
1: i think maybe not uh the digit but like i think just the the general like i think hands are more what i would associate yeah.
0: it with than thumbs you definitely usually go with with hands but he decided thumbs. I guess if you're gonna choose a finger, I think thumbs is the finger.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But is the thumb really a finger?
0: <laughs> it's a thumb.
1: Yeah. So
0: uh next up was Rigel Henry, who sewed his finisher badge onto his skin and ran the course that no, way. No, he didn't. Uh, he didn't
1: sew it. He safety pinned it, which okay. is like not better. <laughs> This was so disgusting to me. As someone who doesn't even have any piercings, this really freaks me out.
0: Well, despite sticking the finisher badge onto his skin, he could not stick the double dipper.
1: Yeah. And I'm really glad I didn't have to watch this run in its entirety.
0: (laughs) Yes. Then we had Brian Rambo and the Rambo saga ended at the jumping spider.
1: Okay. I guess that's a movie joke.
0: Next up was Kyle Schulze, the 28-year-old grocer. They call him the deaf ninja. He's been posting Instagram videos with him teaching ninjas how to sign. That's
1: cute. And he gets some testimonials from other yeah. ninjas about how very he is.
0: Very big package. He was uh, advertised as one of the runners uh, of the night, and uh, he immediately trips up on Archer Alley. Akbar says, oh,
1: that's not the way it's supposed to go. It really isn't. It's... A bummer, but, you know, what can you do? Oh, my. We just got started. (laughs) God, they're really devastated.
0: Um, Not going to be the first time this happens. Uh, I think they made a bad decision on this obstacle. Yeah,
1: not going to be the last
0: time. Uh, next up was Austin Gray the 21 year old ninja coach this is the guy who donated his kidney to his friend um, and uh, that, that's basically this
1: is literally the exact same
0: package yeah they they don't have anything else on this guy yeah
1: but this time his parents aren't talking about it
0: yeah uh, he loses the rope on the propeller bar but uh, manages to get it back um, he's really rushing through the course he's uh, Akbar uh, does not like it like uh, he's, he's not taking time to breathe he needs to pause uh, Akbar uh, but then he,
1: will find a reason to pick on people's time management no matter what he's either going to say he's not going fast enough if they're taking too long or he's going to say that they're, they're rushing
0: yes uh, well uh, he continues to just do well on the course and uh, eventually Akbar's like excuse me 21 year old uh, apparently he doesn't need to take a breath yeah Akbar um, what do you know
1: don't tell the youths yes. how to live
0: so he has a, a, about a mid-grab mid, mid grab here on the cargo net with about 45 seconds left and ends up finishing the course with over 30 seconds left. Our first finisher of the night. And uh, I like this guy. Good good finish. But he does point to stage four. And I was like, "It's your first stage one finish? I feel like it's a little, little overly ambitious to point to stage four.
1: Cut to you in two weeks saying, excuse me, 21-year-old. <laughs>
0: Well, that's the thing, because like, like, if you're going to do that, you'd better succeed. (laughs) Otherwise, I think it's a bad look.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, Akbar was wrong about him and you might be, too.
0: I would I would gladly be wrong and see Austin Gray become uh, the next American Ninja Warrior. Okay. Next up, we had another montage starting with Jerry D. Aurelio, uh, who had the drum beating dad. Uh, But she slipped off the propeller bar.
1: Yeah, but her tank top is super cute.
0: There you go. Then we had Elliot Jolivet, who is in pharmaceutical sales, who went out at the Double Dipper. And then Brent Stephenson, who apparently wasted time on the course pandering to the audience and ended up timing out on the cargo net right before finishing. And uh, there you go.
1: That's the most embarrassing way to go out on this.
0: Yes, uh, especially being called out for it in a montage yeah. segment.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like we don't show your entire run, but enough that people can make fun of you.
0: Yeah, not great. Then we had John Alexis Jr., the giant. He's 29 years old, an engineering student. He's the big man on campus. Yeah, He's, he's nine years older and nine inches taller than pretty much everyone else at school.
1: He's had this package before. Yeah, <laughs> like with the same footage and everything.
0: Yep. He uh, wants to work on robots.
1: Mm-hmm. Does that endear him to you?
0: I think I, I I think we've been over this, but I think I inspired him.
1: Yeah, probably. I'm already very endeared to John Alexis Jr. And he's studying electrical engineering, which is objectively hot. Yeah.
0: Uh, he one steps Archer Alley.
1: Yeah, because he's enormous.
0: Yes. Uh, misses the rope on the propeller bar, but still gets through pretty quickly. Again, no hesitation before the obstacles. Um, he almost loses it on the dismount wheel of Jeep Run, but he manages to r- like run up the wheel uh, long enough that it stops spinning and he's able to get over and uh, and get through the obstacle. Yeah,
1: this was so weird because the way that it was shot, you couldn't see his feet. So I don't understand how this happened. <laughs> he just like stopped it in its tracks. <laughs>
0: Uh, then he, he looks very tired but he's still like somersaulting over to the warped wall and then like going down backwards uh, after the warped wall Um, he manages to get on to the twist and fly but he has a really hard time building momentum and he had the same difficulty on the jeep run when he was swinging to the wheel Uh, he's just got such a huge body I guess that it's it's difficult for him to build the proper momentum on these kinds of obstacles so uh, he spends a lot of time trying to build up momentum and hanging on these uh, these handles uh, and eventually just uh, he goes to grab the cargo net, but he doesn't have enough grip strength and he goes down.
1: Yeah. Um, big revelation from this Akbar at one point is like, this is where it comes in handy to be six, I would know. Did we know that Akbar is six, six? That is so tall.
0: Him and Matt are both very tall. I
1: know, but seeing him and Matt next to each other, I guess I thought that like, well, Matt's probably like 6'1", Akbar is maybe 6'2", 6'3". That is, they are ginormous people.
0: Yeah, because that's the thing. You only ever see them standing next to each other up on a big thing. You never see them like in the midst of other people. They're actually giants.
1: Yeah, and Christine is tall too. And she's like the only one who's ever like in a shot with them as well. (laughs) So you don't realize like how large they are
0: right um, yeah you just kind of think like oh Christine she must be just like a short person but yeah. she's actually not right um, yeah so unfortunately that is it for John Alexis Jr uh, disappointing finish to uh, to this, this year's uh, run here
1: but at least he got to kind of break out I think he got more of the yeah. star treatment than he has in previous years
0: for sure then we have Travis Rosen the 43 year old ageless wonder Uh, he's made it to Vegas eight of nine years competing. Um, But uh, this is not going to be a good run for him.
1: No, this is terrifying. And I think that this is when kind of the whole tone of the episode. And also I imagine the whole tone of being there felt like Mm -hmm. something this serious, I think changes the vibe and that might account for a lot of the mistakes that we saw in the course.
0: Yes. Um, He ends up getting too much air on the double dipper, which we saw a few people do actually. Um, because when you go down the first part and then transition to the second part, uh, he just, he, he was, he had too much momentum, too much, uh, air going forward. So he grabbed the bar and it didn't even go down the tracks. It just went up and off of the tracks and then landed hard on the bottom of the track and he spilled off of it and uh, crashed into the landing pad with his, his whole like leg uh, going in the complete, Wrong direction and getting smashed up against it with a tremendous amount of force, and he immediately is in a lot of pain and it looks disgusting and terrible. And uh it turns out his uh his ankle is in fact broken and he is going to the hospital after this. Um, I I think I saw Akbar tweeting that uh he is still recovering from this injury. Um very, very unfortunate for uh for Travis Rosen here.
1: It's so awful because it's like Like, it inspires the fear, I imagine, in the other ninjas of, like, I could get hurt on this course, and that would, like, not only suck and end my season here, that could have repercussions for future seasons as well, like a serious injury like that. So I can't imagine this didn't get in people's heads. I wonder at what point in the night this actually was, chronologically.
0: Yeah. Um, If I had to guess, I would guess that we do not have the Double Dipper next year.
1: I would agree with
0: that. Co-signed. So uh, there you go. Travis Rosen. We come back from the commercial. We found out he is going to the hospital. Next up is Flip Rodriguez, the 28-year-old stuntman. And I wrote down here, I'm feeling confident. There's no way they're going to have another disappointing run after following up uh, the Giants' failure, then Travis Rosen injuring himself. No way do they put Flip after that and have Flip fail.
1: Right, because, you know, all those people who uh, hate Flip and want to see him fail, then everybody can at least feel fine about that. No, everybody loves Flip. Everybody loves Flip more than they love almost anybody else. He works with kids. He has this amazing story. Why would you put, like, the most inspiring person?
0: After this to make everyone happy when he succeeds, uh, he's got a package about, uh, you know, back in the day, flip and drew Dreschel. They had this rivalry. They, uh, they raced on the course um, and now they've come together. They were, they've been training for nine days. A um, flip is uh, more prepared than ever for this course, but uh, the bar goes off track on the transition for the double dipper. It just gets too uneven and he goes down.
1: And he is, so bummed. <laughs> I hate like the worst part of all of these failures, all of these like surprise early failures, like the timeouts or whatever, just like seeing people's faces right after it happens and they can't believe it. It's like it's such a visceral moment for everybody when it hits them. It's so hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Especially after last year's stage one being such a such a feel-good fest. Because so yep. many
0: people qualified. Yep. Um so disappointing finish there next up was carson Voiles, the 33 year old ninja gym owner his package is about how his man talk about bummers uh his wife recently discovered she has a tumor in her head uh and he is in tears describing this he this is an ongoing situation they do not know uh if she will even survive uh and i'm just like fuck
1: yeah, but you're also like, OK, this guy has to finish. There's I did no way.
0: Now I feel like there's no way he fails.
1: Yeah. And thank God. because Could you imagine? It's like, yeah, Travis Rosen breaks his leg, flip goes out. Uh, and now here's Carson Boyles with his wife. And he also goes out. No, they wouldn't do that
0: yes and he talks about his daughter is going to be using her magic wand to help him throughout the course and she's actually doing that as he uh, as he runs which is very adorable
1: yeah and you know i believe in magic at least in a young girl's heart so
0: yeah well he does make it through he completes the course we will be seeing carson voyles in stage two
1: thank god we needed to pick me up <laughs>
0: Yes. We then get another montage starting with Danny Bergstrom. This is the guy with the glasses. Uh, I said, watch out for this guy. If he does well, then we might have a contender on our hands or it might have been a fluke. It seems like maybe it was a fluke. Uh, he could not see his way past the double dipper with those glasses.
1: Yeah, But I, I'm honestly not even willing to say that, like, this necessarily means it was a fluke. We saw so many people go out on this double dipper like something was happening. True.
0: Very true. Uh, Then we had Thomas Coffrin, who went out on the jumping spider. And uh, unfortunately, Tyler Yamauchi, who uh, he got, uh, despite his size, he was too big on the double dipper. They really reached there. Uh, They meant he got too much air.
1: Yeah. Well, so this is interesting to talk about in juxtaposition to John Alexis Jr., who are saying he's so large that he's not able to generate any momentum. Tyler Yamauchi generates way too much on his swing. It goes way too high.
0: And that's the thing. I feel like maybe there was a difference in the double dipper this time. I don't, I don't recall anybody getting too much momentum on the double dipper, uh, last year. Um, but that seemed to be a big issue for the like good competitors this year. Um, that like they, they, they got too much air and that seems to be a big, a big problem
1: here. Yeah. That might be a consequence of just like now that they've seen it before, they don't want, you know, they, they have maybe practiced on it or at least thought about it or whatever. And they're like, okay, here's how I can generate more momentum. That's probably what I need. Um, and so they overcorrected. I don't know.
0: Maybe. Um, so, uh, he goes down there. Next up is Jamie Ron, the 30 year old gym owner. He's a real life superhero.
1: His package is just like Jamie Ron is good at this.
0: Yes. It's basically it. He ends up losing a shoe on the propeller bar and almost misses the rope twice it's not looking great for Jamie Ron um they showed the replay of this he has no idea how he lost his shoe but uh but i i, I was i was i had my eye on it um he his right foot overshoots the trampoline by just a little bit. Um, so like it steps on the trampoline, but, you know, uh, it, it sort of like the the material for the trampoline gives. And so his foot goes through and as he's pulling it back up, um, and, you know, and in like making the jump, uh, the back of his shoe gets caught on the edge of the trampoline and it just comes Right yeah. off, yeah. um and so that's how he ends up losing the shoe there on the propeller
1: bar. As a ninja would, would get But because was to to he wasn't he really, was really thinking about those possibility, possibility.
0: Yes, uh, so now he's, he's made it through the propeller bar, but he wasted a, a decent amount of time there. Um, and he's now, ha- he now has to take off the, the sock. Um, but he still has one shoe and now one foot that's barefoot. And he's got to get through, uh, the jumping spider. Um, and, uh, that's gonna be very difficult with, uh, I figured he would have taken both shoes off at this mm-hmm. point. Um, but he's gonna take it on with one, one shoe off and one shoe on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the whole time, Matt and Akbar are like, there's no way there's no way he gets through this.
0: But he did. Uh, He managed to get through it. Um, But uh, time is really running low at this point, only about a minute and 10 by the time he takes on Jeep Run. And he has to take off the other shoe at this point, as well as his other sock. Um, Most people had about a minute left at the warped wall. So he is definitely behind the uh, the, uh, on time here. Um, But he does take on Jeep run barefoot. He manages to get through it. He's got about 40 seconds at the warped wall, uh, but races up. It races right through razor beam and into twist and fly. He's got less than 30 seconds, but uh, don't worry. This is Jamie Ron. We're talking about. He is a real life superhero. He manages to finish the course with about seven seconds left. Matt says no shoes, no shirt, no problem.
1: Yeah, I saw one of those signs on Ironically the other day, the no shoes, no shirt, no service. And I don't think I've ever actually seen one before, but it was at a rest stop in Pennsylvania, which I'm like, all right, I don't know why this needs to be so formal.
0: Yes. So uh, his girlfriend is also uh, I noticed they um, they don't usually I don't think they've had this before, but it seemed like they had uh, they either had the family members mic'd up or they had like uh, some kind of shotgun mic on the family members because we did get to hear his girlfriend say, uh, why does he have to make a show out of everything? <laughs>
1: <laughs> cause she's already seen Brad Stephenson and she knows what happens when you uh perform too much. Um no, this was the best run of the night, I think, right?
0: Yeah. This was yes, fun. definitely. Um and uh Christine is going to ask him uh you know like what what he has planned uh now. And he says uh total victory. And this guy, Jamie Ron is able is he's allowed to say that.
1: Okay, he's allowed to point to stage four. Yes. Okay. I would not I would not be mad at uh, at a Jamie Ron win.
0: Definitely not. I'd be very, very pleased.
1: I think I'd be. I've just been thinking about, like, I think how maybe unsatisfied I would be because we know that there's going to be a winner now before it was just like, well, I just want to see anyone win anyone who can do it. I think I would be unsatisfied with the person who goes the furthest and getting the million dollars being like one of these 19 year olds, if it was like the kid or whatever, I'm like, you don't need a million dollars. And like you have not put in your seasons and seasons of working for this like so many other people have. It's getting hyped up a lot. I know I that would not be, I think, my first choice for who's going to make it all the way this year,
0: which is interesting because I I think I would be totally on board for it if they didn't win a prize like uh, I'd be like oh yeah kid like you know really coming out coming out on this first thing but like I think there is a sense that we want the established athletes that have been working at this for years to finally be rewarded for like all of the hard work and the times that they have been the last person standing and there's a little bit of like oh really somebody else is going to come in and like take that
1: someone who's still got seven years on his parents health insurance what does he need a million (laughs) dollars for
0: Um, so, uh, next up is speaking of established athletes getting totally screwed over. Yeah. Brian Arnold, the 40 year old course designer is the commercial run for the second time this season. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. This the is second time the season, you know what his other run was? It was montaged. What did Brian Arnold do to these people? I don't know. He was (laughs) montaged once and commercialized twice. Yeah. In one season. He never got a single run shown.
1: Yeah, the commercial run this time I did see it because I was watching on a TV and not on Hulu, but it was impossible for me to pay attention. I, like, started looking at my phone and then just (laughs) completely missed it.
0: I was just like, uh, what what did he do to make them so mad?
1: I don't know. He went and And uh... he
0: better be getting a cut of these commercials.
1: (laughs) What were the commercials for? Did you notice?
0: I didn't pay attention to the commercials. I was busy watching Brian Arnold.
1: Okay, yeah, I didn't pay attention to any of this. It's so hard when it's in a tiny corner and there's like different audio happening over it. Uh, These commercial runs really are. They totally screw over the athlete. And he didn't Mm. even he went out on the cargo net, which is like an exciting run.
0: Yeah, he takes on the Razor Beams. He's got about 30 seconds left. Starts the uh, twist and fly with less than 25 seconds. So he's really running low on time. Uh, he makes a jump for the cargo net, but just can't hold on and ends up going into the water. Um, unfortunate end for Brian Arnold. He's, you know, because they started this. That, that was the thing, too. I was like, Unbelievable! Second time he's been part of a commercial. He got montage the other time. Well, at least we'll probably like at this point, they have we have to see him in stage two. like surely we'll see that run. But then, no, he fails here. This is the end of his season. That's all we ever see of Brian Arnold, who was at one point in time, one of the last man stand men standing, like uh, like uh, who he should should have a bunch of money in his pocket right now. Um, <laughs> if if, the if uh,
1: they paid retribution for all of the people who were the furthest in the yeah. in the course, but didn't get a million dollars.
0: Uh, but th- there
1: you go. Yeah, poor Brian not That sucks. Well, poor Brian.
0: Uh The Wolfpack representation is very poor here this season, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Wait, we haven't seen Megan yet.
0: She's the last. She's the last woman standing she's you know, the in the, last the one?
1: Oh my Yeah. God. Yeah.
0: I guess. Uh, because. Yeah. Um, Ian, we'll talk about Ian also got uh montaged out. Um Brian Arnold got montaged out. Uh you know, um uh what's his name? The uh the hair salon guy. Um yeah, he didn't even qualify yeah. this year, I think. So, man. Not not great. Rough. Uh next up was Neil Craver, the 37-year-old artist. Uh it's Crazy Craver.
1: Yeah, um, I would like to see some of his art. I think I always forget that this is his job. Yeah. Being an artist.
0: He says he's not crazy. He's just got two voices in his head. One tells him to go faster and one tells him to take it easy.
1: Okay, I think we all have those voices to an extent in our lives.
0: This is a very strange package. He's got literal like small hymns on his shoulder, and uh, he's like making weird faces. And I was just like, "This is too much. Like, actually too much." I was not a fan of this package. I would
1: rather see this than him cryo bathing or whatever.
0: I do or you know at, at At least with the ice working out stuff, like there was a cool aesthetic to it. Uh, But this was just like strange and like uh, like made in Apple movie maker or something.
1: The angel and devil craver. Yeah. Yeah. One of him is enough. We don't need three
0: all right well he misses the rope twice in the propeller bar um and ends up releasing too late on the double dipper and ends up going down and that is it for crazy craver
1: yep crazy
0: next up was Alyssa beard the 27 year old fifth grade teacher and i was immediately like oh damn it she's running way too early in the night too
1: early yeah which i was like okay by the end of the episode i was like "Okay." We haven't seen Jessie yet. Jessie's got to make it. Because um, when I saw Alyssa here, that was my first thought. Like, okay, well, another woman has to do it then. Um, yeah, this is uh, all terrible, especially because I think that her package does not make her look awesome. I think it makes her look a little bit overconfident. Um, I don't know if that was intentional to like soften the blow or whatever but it, it seems like they, they include her saying like last year I was kind of expecting to hit a buzzer you know which like I don't find off-putting but I don't know if they were trying to make her look a little cocky
0: I mean that's not the vibe I got but you never know
1: I don't know it's just uh seem to be setting her up here not like they did last year when she got an entire music video <laughs>
0: yes Um, so, uh, she is going to immediately go down on Archer Alley. Um, just, just an immediate, uh, fail here. Uh, her mom says, well, that was unexpected.
1: And to add insult to injury, they have to bring up Jeff (laughs) again. Like, remember when Jeff, uh, finished stage four and then the next year he went out on the first obstacle in Vegas, which like, I get that their point was like, this can happen to anybody, but also like, man, don't remind me.
0: Well, I'm already sad, says the pressure, the pressure is real.
1: I know, uh, still love Alyssa, still have a lot of faith
0: in her for next year. Yes, she says that really stinks.
1: Yeah, really stinks.
0: Then we have a montage starting with Michelle Warnke, who also slips on the Archer Alley. Uh, man. Why did they hype up the Fantastic Four just to dash our hopes like this? I don't know, because it would have been too
1: obvious if they didn't. Because they always love these four.
0: I guess so. Um, so that was that. That was it for uh, Michelle Warnke. Then we had Michael Johnson, who's got ice in his veins, but uh, he bottomed out on the double dipper. Okay. And uh, then
1: <laughs> what does Dan bottoming Palizzi. out have to do with ice in your veins? But that's I, fine.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Then we had Dan Polizzi, who ends up uh, completing the course.
1: Yeah, that's some good news, especially uh, with everything going on with Brandon.
0: Yes. uh, The other half of the Towers of Power, um, he manages to complete the course there. So uh, good for Dan Polizzi. Then we have James McGrath, the 32-year-old ninja coach. He his package is about how he has gone down twice on the jumping spider. Uh the first time he recognizes that he uh he screwed up, he did it wrong. The second time he's like, I don't even know what I did wrong there. I just, just I did everything right and it didn't work. But don't worry, I'm not afraid of this obstacle.
1: Yeah. Uh this is like we talked about just a whole package about an obstacle. And then that obstacle is a downfall. The hardest part of this was like Alyssa looks so much more devastated about this than she does about her own failure. Like she looks so upset, which is very yeah. sweet, but also very sad.
0: Very sad. Um, and it's an insane thing too. like, uh, first of all, he, he almost gets too much air on the double dipper as well, but he manages to get through it. But Uh, For the third time in a row, uh, he ends up going down here on the jumping spider and not even just like failing on the jumping spider after this package about him failing on the jumping spider. He like dramatically fails on the jumping spider. He gets into it, he's leaning too far forward, and he ends up flipping. Like, just it's almost like he touches the walls. And it's like, uh, like when there's a glitch in a video game, and like he just ragdolls, like just flips it. Like, there's a glitch in the matrix, and his yeah. body just like rejects the, the, just uh, by touch, this, the jumping spider, and he just flips into the water.
1: Yep. He tweeted, he's still not afraid of it. Just more preparation for next year.
0: Very unfortunate. Uh, Next up is Casey Suhaki, the 26 year old contractor. Uh, This is the guy with the grandpa.
1: And now he's the guy with the wife.
0: It's true. He proposed last season they had a ninja wedding.
1: Yeah, his wife looks like a great dancer. Their first dance was wild
0: i didn't notice oh
1: yeah they were showing clips of his grandpa was like i was impressed with his dance moves or whatever and they were showing clips of them dancing at their wedding and it was like actual
0: dancing there you go well uh Casey hockey takes on this course uh n- not much trouble here uh has plenty of time left by the time he gets to the twist and fly and uh completes the course yeah
1: apparently he's like the alabama ninja or something but i've never read-
0: the Bama ninja yeah it's, well, it's not somebody else Or is it him?
1: I don't know. That's what they say. But I'm like, no, he's the guy with the grandpa. You can't give him another thing.
0: It's definitely the guy with the grandpa. Uh, Then we had uh, another montage. We got uh, Ethan Swanson who completed the course and did the swan move. Mm Mm-hmm flapping the wings Uh, Josh Levin who completed the course his third straight buzzer this season and Sean Bryan who also completed the course (laughs) and also hit his third straight buzzer
1: I'm like could you have put one of these in between uh, Travis and Flip maybe like these are all people that we like
0: we had 12 12, uh, total um, course completions and I believe exactly half of them were montaged
1: Yeah, we needed more of the finishers to be shown because this whole episode felt like failure after failure.
0: Right. Uh, and Again, especially when there are like awesome people like Josh Levin and Sean Bryan, who was one of the three to make it to stage three last year, uh, like such a bummer of an episode. And we didn't see the these like happy moments.
1: Yeah, I guess they're saving them for stage two or something. They're all their packages and stuff. Yes.
0: Yeah, so then we got Jesse Lebrecht, the 28 year old gym manager. And uh, immediately I wrote again. Damn, it's this is too early still so, for Jesse.
1: So I uh, did not look at the time the whole time that I was watching this because I was like kind of doing something else and not like during the commercials instead of skipping them. Um, so I was very glad because I was like, this could be the end of the episode, because the nice thing about having the uh, two stage one episodes is that you're not like, oh, like Megan hasn't run yet. Or like you don't know who's in the lineup because they could just be in the next episode. So I thought this mm. was the last run and was very excited.
0: <laughs> I was I was watching live actually. So uh it was very uh, unfortunately obvious to me that this is not going to end well. Um she uh she does decently well she uh, gets all the way through to the jump uh, jeep run she slams into the pad dismounting from uh, jeep run but um, which seems to kind of take knock the wind out of her a little bit Um, and she gets she looks like she's very tired after this point she misses her first warp wall attempt uh, really starting to run low on time here at this point stumbles through razor beams literally stumbles like she looks like she's about to pass out Um, and so unfortunately by the time she gets to the twist and fly she's just too tired she misses that second uh that that jump to the second set of handles and is going to go down right before the buzzer yet again uh unfortunately not going to complete stage one this year
1: yeah and it's also a huge bummer just looking towards the next episode because i feel like if two women finished they would have split them up uh, between the episodes. So if like Barclay and Megan both finish, they're not going to have them both in the same episode. So I was like, well, if Jesse finishes, then there could still be multiple women finishers next week because they, they would have split it up two and one or whatever. Uh, but now I'm just like uh,
0: if a woman finishes next week, it's going to be only one probably. Also, I'm hearing from Twitter that uh, we are not going to get Jesse Graf. Yeah. Uh,
1: so I didn't see that on Twitter, but they didn't tease it uh, in the next episode when they were like next week, you know, like we got Barclay and Megan and all these people, uh, they did not mention Jesse Graf, So I assumed that she was out.
0: Yes. Um, uh, for her stunt work, apparently. Um, and based on the tweets that Akbar was tweeting, um, sounds like, uh, it was wonder woman.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, that's not what I thought because Jesse doesn't look anything like gal got it
0: yeah i was a little confused about that I, I don't know if maybe they're just speculating um but uh the the you know i like i said i th- I, I thought it was gonna be uh the, the Brie captain Larson marvel one. thing yeah that makes a lot um, more sense but uh which it's also disappointing like oh you're doing the dc movies no oh, that's unfortunate
1: <laughs> yeah um well that's yeah this is all very bad like if we were gonna have a woman do it like we need jesse in there uh to boost the odds Ugh. i don't want to see no women on stage two this year
0: yeah well well we'll see um so uh then we had another montage starting with ian dory who got hung up on the propeller bars and ended up rushing and crashed on the jumping spider so no ian dory for the rest of the season then tyler gillette who completed the course for the second time and adam rail who also completed the course
1: yeah uh, all these all-star montages yep
0: um then we get joe marovsky The twenty-nine year old weatherman. Six for six, getting to the national finals, they mention about five times he's never fallen on stage one. And I was like, what are you doing to me?
1: Stop making these prophecies. We know where it's going. Uh,
0: They they mention it once. They mention it. Then, like, on the lower thirds, it says never fallen on stage one. Then they say it again during the run. And I'm like, he has to fall here. Like, I I am convinced he is falling here. They have mentioned this way too many times. Yeah,
1: it's and especially just with the uh, with the pattern of this episode so far.
0: Yes. Um, and uh, they also he's only fallen twice uh, in in a place that wasn't stage three. Um, and uh, and Akbar even says he, he ends up going down at the, uh, the double dipper. Akbar says, you jinxed him. You jinxed him. You jinxed him. I can't believe it. Yeah, they're turning on each
1: other. This is tearing Matt and Akbar apart.
0: I literally wrote, what was I saying? Yeah. Stop it with the thing.
1: Stop it.
0: Uh, I also wrote, man, what a bummer.
1: Yeah, Joe Morovsky is with his new child snaked out of a million dollars.
0: He is speechless in the ex interview, uh, struggling not to cry. And Christine, with her usual empathy and uh, and uh, delicacy, is like. What? <laughs> Aren't you going to say something? How do you feel right now?
1: That was a really good Christine impression. What?
0: (laughs) And he's literally like, I just, just like, do you, do you want to say something?
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Clearly not. No, he doesn't. He's like, I'll be back next year. Bye.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He says this was a hard one to swallow.
1: Yeah. Uh, Oh just demoralizing on so many levels this episode yeah,
0: yeah. so and then we get uh daniel gill the 25 year old worship leader uh he also hasn't fallen on stage 1 but uh they do not repeat this about 5 times so i feel i feel pretty good
1: yeah and they're not going to put joe and daniel back to back falling yeah. in
0: my opinion his package was about the kid yeah, who also ran after him, which is very strange. I don't think they've ever put a new new, uh, new blood in uh, the final spot of the night spot. I'm um, yeah. really feeling like the kid is uh, maybe our uh, last man standing here.
1: Uh, don't put that into the universe. It's Again, I have nothing against the kid. I'm just saying that we know we're going to have a winner <laughs> this year, and I would like it to be someone that we've been rooting for for longer than this. Um, but... Also, he does get the fastest time of the night, so they have the thing of like setting it up as him well, but, versus Daniel.
0: But here's the thing about the fastest time of the night is that on stage one, they're only showing half the night. So right. unless he got the fastest time of everybody, they literally chose yeah. to give him the fastest time of the night yeah, by cutting it off at this point. It's
1: him versus Daniel. They don't even pretend that he might not make it. Like the kid literally the second he gets on the course, it's like, here's the timer. <laughs> him and Daniel. Yeah
0: um so uh so daniel gill uh is gonna go up first here uh his package all about the kid um he reaches across on jeep run instead of jumping across those uh those wheels um he slips at the warped wall but still manages to get up uh spends a lot of time swinging on that final set of handles on the twist and fly uh and but still has the fastest finish of the night by only a few seconds um but that time he spends on the twist and fly is going to cost him the fastest time When the kid takes on the course, the 19 year old business student, um, and I I wrote, uh, I'm assuming he kills it, given the fact that he's the last run of the night, Um, also reaches across Jeep Run, no hesitation between obstacles, has the fastest time of the night by two seconds.
1: Yeah, they also could be hyping him because like maybe it comes down to like him and Drew or something and like he just does amazingly for his first season.
0: Very very possible. I, I I I like the kid. I'm definitely rooting for him. I want him to do well. Um it's just strange to see him in this uh in this spot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and they had him on team right off the bat and everything like or ninja versus ninja, whatever. They seem to really like him. Yeah.
0: Um so uh you know but and, and, and you know, another annoying thing is that like it's real OMG, he's nineteen, guys. Did you know? <laughs> Did you know he's 19, just like uh, Travis Rosen is is like 43?
1: Yeah, that's the other thing. This is, uh, it doesn't feel good to be like this guy that we're always talking about being old breaks his leg. And then the guy that we're always talking about being young uh,
0: gets the fastest time of the night. (laughs) Doesn't feel good. Okay, he's 19. He's called the kid. Like, we don't have to keep going over it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, also, it's an athletics competition. Like, being 19 is an advantage. yeah he has a 19 year old's body which can recover from anything
0: um but uh he does manage to get the fastest time of the night which again just is weird to me because they they literally choose who gets the fastest time of the first episode uh, unless he had the fastest time of the night overall in which case it seems weird to put him in the first episode and not the second um anyway uh so there you go uh the kid Fastest time of the episode. Uh, and we have our leaderboard with 12 finishers. Uh, the Kid, followed by Daniel Gill, Austin Gray, Adam Rail, Tyler Gillette, Ethan Swanson, Carson Voiles, Sean Bryan, Josh Levin, Dan Pelizzi, Jamie Ron and Casey Suhaki. We saw six of these runs. Six of them were montaged. Yep.
1: But hey, we got Drew next week. We got Najee. Next week's going to be way better. I, hope so.
0: I I like I th- I I'm assuming at this point that the strategy was uh all right we'll make the first uh the first part of stage 1 really depressing uh, we'll just load all of the worst runs on that one and then the second episode will be the uplifting one
1: yeah it'll be so feel good and we'll remember everybody going into stage 2 and everybody's going to feel good
0: yes so there you go that was episode one of the national finals we'll be back next week to talk about the second part of night one uh, stage one and we'll see the rest of these athletes compete
1: yeah this episode was so serious that i feel like we didn't even go off on any tangents today what are you gonna make fun of me for in the description of the episode
0: I don't know. I mean, it's still a longer episode than most of the other ones. So we somehow managed to talk about something.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Um, I felt really focused on the actual show we're talking about, which just feels out of character for us. Um, I do have a review. Oh, okay. Uh, this is from photon baby love. I, (laughs) <laughs> FTO uh, whatever um it's uh, the best anw coverage five stars i listened to taryn on other rhap podcasts and kept hearing him talk about anw so i checked it out it was the podcast that brought me to the show great coverage and behind the scenes news i love the interviews with the ninjas see what happens when you remember to plug american Enjoyer on big brother podcasts we get new um, listeners
0: I should be getting paid by the American Ninja Warrior people for bringing viewers to the show.
1: Yeah, you really should. Um so this is for you uh, a reminder for you to promote this show. Perhaps even tweet it once in a while.
0: <laughs> Let's not get crazy.
1: <laughs> Perhaps you could uh you could just let your 16,000 followers know that this podcast exists. <laughs>
0: All right, well, uh, <laughs> thank you all. all. Right. Thank you all for joining us. You can follow me on Twitter at Armstrong If you want to be one of those people that don't get tweets about this, <laughs> this podcast, uh, you can follow Lita at Lita tweeted.
1: And you will get tweets about this podcast.
0: There you go. If you mention me in them, I'll retweet them.
1: Uh, okay, uh, we'll see. Um I don't, I'm more promoting me than I am you. I actually should be tweeting more about this podcast because as aforementioned, I'm still a job candidate, um, which means that I can't actually tweet anything that I'm thinking anymore. So I need to just start putting more effort into promoting projects that are wholesome. So wholesome. I just can't, every time I like start to draft a tweet, I'm like, no, employers do not want to see this (laughs) because, uh. Turns out that my thoughts are not very uh, ooh, job hiring friendly. Are any thoughts really that job hiring friendly? Well, I haven't tweeted like four days, which is like very much not me. But it's because everything that I want to tweet, I'm like, nope, can't do it.
0: Uh, you should go to the Terran school of tweeting, which is uh, <laughs> never tweet any of your thoughts unless they're about uh, Goodreads or uh, movies that you saw.
1: yeah. I, I don't think that I can stay in that lane for too long.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, um, <laughs> thank you. You can also follow Lita on, uh, on Instagram at Lita yeah. Uh, you can find this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, the American Ninja Warrior, Hap ups. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's all we got for you. You can find us on Rob Uh, make sure you tweet at us, any of your feedback and yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining us. I
1: apologize if that, if my audio was not great. I have my microphone and it's not uh, currently functioning. So this is not my fault and I won't take responsibility for it.
0: The microphone is protesting because <laughs> it was not a fan of the episode.
1: Oh, yeah. That's it's uh, heard so much about American Ninja Warrior that now it has its own opinions. And it was like, well, I'm not doing this, I'm sitting this one
0: out. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Good morning, everyone. I've got a question to ask. Do you want to be a ninja? Taron
1: and Lito will tell you how. They can't do it themselves
0: because.